This message is made available by the partners and friends of Breakthrough Miracle Life. Catch our live broadcast every Wednesday and Sunday on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and on internet radio at mixlr.com forward slash B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-U. So, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God. Praise the Lord. The Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. But you see, most times when we say uh, the Holy Ghost, people are like, take out your to be a Praise the Lord. to be a Rodney Howard Brown. Those are preachers who, you know, uh, Reinhard Bonke, you know, that was um, uh, a word, you know, uh, he, he liked that word, Holy Ghost fire. You know, his voice, he'd say, the fire of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And you know, <clears throat> So some of us were looking on like just cows wondering, can you guy go? Umuriro, umuriro, umuriro. So um but so I want to reveal to you um a dimension of the one who is in you. Amen. Because it's the reason he is in you. Amen. It's the reason he is in you. So, so little is, I, in fact, I begin to notice, so little is known about the Holy Spirit. Most times we, we, we confine him to uh, certain workings, which are strongholds in themselves. But I'd like to give you um, um, just a quick run through. You see, Jesus conceived by the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Then... <clears throat> It seems until the Holy Spirit came upon him, he couldn't do anything like a miracle. He could not reveal his true glory. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in John 2, it says this miracle did Jesus in Cana of Galilee, and he, did, and he showed forth his, but he couldn't reveal his glory until the Holy Spirit came upon him. Praise the Lord. That glory could not be re revealed. Praise the Lord. So, but you see, and so you see through his ministry, of course, you, you see in Acts, uh, uh, Peter helps us to see that, that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And that's the reason he went about doing good. You see, praise the Lord. When was the last time you did good? You don't have to answer that. Let's go on with the scripture. <laughs> Maybe you've not been going around doing some any good. Amen. Amen. So maybe that may spell out that you're not a anointed. Or maybe you are anointed, but not with the Holy Ghost. With another ghost, praise the Lord. <laughs> so, but Peter helps us to see that, that Jesus, the reason... You know, he went about doing good healing, all that were oppressed of, of Satan, was because he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. Uh, <clears throat> he was empowered. Praise the Lord. He was given special abilities by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, but you see something else also. Uh, if you look at uh, uh, Acts uh, chapter 1, 
Acts chapter 1, uh, if you look at maybe verse, verse, let's see from verse, from verse 2, Acts chapter 1, from verse 2, until the day he was taken up, after he had given orders through the Holy Spirit to the what? Even when he gave orders, <laughs> praise the Lord, even when he gave orders, it was through the Holy Spirit. So, of course, this statement is a bit confusing for many who uh, may just be reading the Bible in English. But basically what that scripture is saying is that <clears throat> you see, he commissions them, he breathes on them, they receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. And uh, <clears throat> subsequent to that, uh, even through the coming of the Holy Ghost. Amen. They continued to receive orders by the Holy by the Holy Spirit. So, uh, Acts chapter 2 uh, verse 32 Acts chapter 2 verse 32 <clears throat> um, uh, God has resurrected this Jesus. We are all witnesses of this. Uh-huh. Verse 33. Verse 33. And therefore, since he has been exalted to the right hand of God and has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, what has he done with the Holy Spirit? He has poured out what you both see and hear. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, if you go to John chapter 14 and... Uh, and probably around uh, verse, uh, verse, um, verse 15. Let's see, what does verse 15 say? John chapter 14, verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Mm-hmm. Verse 16. It says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you for forever. Praise the Lord. The weapons of our warfare, they are not... Because we ceased to be canon. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. <clears throat> we, we want to see how uh, through identity, through identity, therefore uh, no condemnation now exists for those in Christ. Mm-hmm. Coma. Mm-hmm. Because the Spirit's law of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and, and death. Praise the Lord. The, the, uh, do you have a KJV? Or you don't? That's all you have. Praise the Lord. Wow. Amen. That's, so even the little we have, we no longer have. But now we are HSBC. You know, HSBC is a bank. But the KJV has appeared. <coughs> For the law of, oh, let's start from verse 1. Let's start from verse 1. Mm. The real antidote. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh. So, strongholds are a result of walking after the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not fleshy. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. 
So, we begin to see that the, the greatest investment that God has made in us is the very power that is resident in us, helping us to what? To, to overcome, to resist, and to destroy strongholds. For many a people, that's a bit of a, 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 a theoretical statement per se. The church, people in church have never experienced the power of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. They've never experienced the power of the Holy Spirit. So the Spirit is still a myth for them. When we talk about the Holy Spirit, and you can see there are people who can describe Him. I went to Asia and people can describe the Holy Spirit, but they can't speak in tongues. And you see? They know a lot about Him. Let's see. What does Acts chapter 2 and verse... Uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 4, what does it say? Acts chapter 2, verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. So, so, so you can see the evidence of being filled is utterance. Amen. So you can find people who can describe for you the Holy Spirit, but they have no utterance. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, <clears throat> the real power that breaks strongholds in you is the power of the Holy Spirit. But now, that statement is not that simplistic and theoretical. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's start from here. Um, Acts chapter 4, verse 30. Acts chapter 4, verse 30. Mm. By stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. There, 31. Mm. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spake the word of God with boldness. Praise the Lord. When there is, you see, when the word of God becomes bold in you, strongholds come down. But the only way that word becomes bold is after you've been filled. Praise the Lord. Let me use a very sacrilegious word, a very a word that we don't associate with the Holy Spirit. After you, you feel like you are possessed of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. I told you about one of the weapons of meditation. Meditation. You, you, you can meditate your way into boldness. You can meditate your way into a certain brazenness where you can tell the devil off by just meditating. Praise the Lord. That means along the path of meditation, the Holy Ghost filled you. Then the word you are meditating on became bold in you. Amen. Now when it comes out, <laughs> it's not coming out in a lazy way. 
It's not coming out in a bargaining way. Now you are setting boundaries. You're telling devil, this is where you stop. From here onwards, sorry, you're not following me. Praise the Lord. Now, most prayers you do every day, those prayers where you pray and sleep off. Amen? Those prayers where you pray and just head off. Those prayers which you pray that leave you only with hope. That means you haven't been filled in such prayers. Praise the Lord. I told you we had to take our time. Eh? <laughs> we had to take our time until we come to the place of injection. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you, you have no clue what kind of power you carry. You have no clue. The only challenge you have is you have not presented yourself to be filled so that boldness may be exhibited through your being so that the word can come through you and be applied boldly. Anything can happen to your life today or to... Basically, this is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you're the only one who is postponing your life. Praise the Lord. You are postponing your... I've seen it and it's in my little private experience. Amen. It's like, when I pray for people, I know that the devil shows up. And you know the devil... And you know, he'll come in with gentle suggestions. They sound cute. You say, but you know, they don't have to be healed now. They can gradually recover. Now many people can't tell that's the devil speaking. What is he contending with? He's contending with boldness. Amen. He's wearing you down. You can pray. You can pray about a job and you feel a sense of defeat. And you say, anyway, it's okay, God, if you don't want me to have it, I'll, I'll wait for another one. And you think the Holy Spirit is the one inspiring you to quit on that job. Praise the Lord. But it's the what? It's the devil. The power of the Holy Spirit is that real, that when he works in you, the devil has no choice but to leave. Amen. So, the biggest, most primary weapon of our warfare is the power of the Holy Spirit. At work in you, praise the Lord, not around you. The Bible says multitudes thronged Jesus. And they got nothing. Then a woman came from afar off with the intention. Amen. And she drew power out of him. Most of us are just thronging Jesus. We are comfortable hanging around him. We know ah, we have gotten some of those uh, uh, ideas that I used to have in the old day. But you know, those sort of mungu ayagadde mungu bwati obwa wasazewo. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, 
your, your, you see, I told you, now notice, I told you, prayer does not knock down strongholds. Right? But yet, prayer is a means to knocking down strongholds. Because only through prayer can you identify that you are even out of position mentally. Has anybody ever wronged you? And you say, you wait when I pray. I will call down. Now you nobody has called fire down for you. Praise the Lord. And you may go to pray. And, and your contention with the Lord is, Lord, when is the fire coming down? You even tried, you start describing the Lord, uh, to the Lord what the fire should look like. I think, Lord, I think there should be in a subtle of accident, which, <laughs> praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. As you carry on to pray, as you carry on to pray, and the Holy Spirit begins to minister to you, you begin to give up on the fire. <laughs> then you realize that, <laughs> uh, then you realize that you need just as much mercy as they do. Praise the Lord. But there is a power that can work in you. And you see the power of the Holy Ghost comes with conviction. Amen. Conviction. You become convinced. God wills the best for me. All your life you may have thought no laws anti biebiku, biebiku sibie. And, uh, you, you know, uh, I have an experience dealing with somebody who had, you know, th- those powerful uh, strongholds. And you know, our discussions every day were just arguments. God is good, for God was in Christ, reconciling the world. Bwaba tanyigidensi, atekati gwe, omu, omu lokole. And then I said, I said, is that the only obligation toward God? He said, You know, we had arguments along those lines. And let me tell you, you know when somebody is defiant and obstinate? When they are unmovable and unshakable from their position of ignorance. Amen. You know how annoying that is? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Our discussions were. So, one day I went to the Lord I said, really? <laughs> how? Can I be of help to such a, a person? You, be, you, you begin to, to loathe them. So I had, a, I had a little book and the Lord told me, give them the, the book to read. So I gave them the book. And they were hesitant, of course. They said, mm, kati, kano, kale, anyway, katu, labi. Katu labo muntu go wakatabo, ngeya inebi zivu, choka kugamba nsabida ninebi, Praise the Lord. 
So I notice this as long as you're in that mentality because namubu onotegero tyanga katonda kirizo kwenenyako how will you know Praise the Lord For some reason she could not answer that that question So she began to read the book um, it was a book that I thought wakana tegera I said anyway mukama ayogedde was uh, New Creation Realities by E.W. Kenyon. And you know, I treasured the book because I thought this one pals to to pork. Praise the Lord. I thought, ha, katavo kangan. Sure enough, three days later, katavo konakari kadugala. But I thought, what good is a book if it stays clean and it's not helping? It would rather be dirty when it's solving eh, a problem. Three months later, three months later, she uh, came to me and said, mm, I've begun to see something. Praise the Lord. She said, I've begun to see something. Um, she, she, <clears throat> she was not very gracious to uh, people. You know, people who dress well. Hmm? Let me tell you, Stan, I in Zokufunza. Amen. <laughs> and you start hating people who are driving. For, especially for those of you who think every time you see a good car, well, that is a thief. No. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Have you? There are people who are working very, very hard. So, three months later, she began to soften her stance. Her stance became softer. And I think it was after we went to, uh, the first time we went to Chisozi. Uh, it is then that she said, Oh, now I see all the while. It was revelation. Can you imagine? While she had a picture of a God who is mean. Tayagariza. A slave driver and master. That's the picture that she... And it kept her down. Dotting from problem to problem. You know, you know, and let me tell you, there are some of you who are very annoying, praise the Lord. It's because of strongholds. No, no, it's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, I, uh, uh, another dear friend of mine, I mentioned, and exactly the same problem. They hadn't gotten jobs for years. So, and, you know, so I said, you know, let's do some Bible study. Strongholds don't go by prayer. They, They will never go by. If that was the case, my God, amen, we would be far. So, we started Bible study four sessions later. The question was simple. Amen. But it was, it, this, 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 it showed me that something had been knocked down. It says, Simple statement. 
It didn't take a month until she got a job. Just praise the Lord. Amen. You see, the word works with power. The power of the Holy Spirit. Transforming you. Changing your perspective about life. Where you come to a conclusion, I will never be poor. Some of you fear poverty. In fact, let me give you an example of a subtle stronghold. Most of you, when you pray, you presume some kind of war between Satan and God. You think there's a war. It's active. It's looming. It's at the back of your mind. So sometimes, what drives you to pray and to participate at church with fervency is because you know, Mbasi Sabye, you know, Kuyamba Mukama. Amen. Until one day you wake up and read the scripture and you realize that, uh, what's Ephesians? Ephesians 1 17. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. And you can see how, how strongholds are knocked down by knowledge that God, the God of our Father, the, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. <laughs> Next. The eyes of your... That's how strongholds are broken. When the eyes of your understanding are enlightened. Praise the Lord. I mentioned to you these weapons of our warfare, how they are wisdom, understanding, knowledge, light, life. Praise the Lord. But that's very abstract for many of us. Amen. So, but when the eyes of your understanding are what? Enlightened. The eyes of your understanding being, being enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his. That, you see, I, I was stuck on that scripture like for six months. Praise the Lord. The hope of his calling. And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense. And I was like, wait. There is a hope that God has called us to. What is that hope? Hey, praise the Lord. I meditated on that scripture and, and, and the Holy Spirit began to help me to unveil that hope. It's not a hope of hopelessness. Praise the Lord. It's not you walking around expecting things to go wrong. No. Praise the Lord. Uh, for many of us, we are more inclined to things going wrong than going right. When we start off any journey, we are more expectant of obstacles and failure than success. Those are strongholds at work. Praise the Lord. So, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of His. You see, it's His calling. Hallelujah. It's him who called you to a certain hope. And Colossians 1.27 says, This hope is of glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
God has called you to a glorious life. Praise the Lord. But that has to settle in you. That's what will give you the smile every day. Some of you walk into interview rooms and and the interviewers know. Onatajaku? Do ingira one nakuyo? Praise the Lord. See if you are Jerry. Ne face naku. Choko no nyagua receptionist. They are not looking for a mortuary receptionist. I'm sure even the receptionists at the mortuary are happy people. Hello, how may I help you? You want your relative's body? <laughs> Let me first see if your, your dead relative is here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oyingira one nakuyo, enakwe yo face yo. Obanyi ne face yo busungu na yo jiraba no manyanchono. Ajago baba, ba customer. Ninga chechi kusungu waza. Eri munda. They crystallize. They have become a part of your system. Praise the Lord. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. This war is through the spirit. Even though we are human, we don't wage war as humans do. Amen. What Paul is saying is you are a new creature. Start exploiting your abilities of the new creature. Ephesians 4.24 Put on the new man. The new man thinks a certain way. Amen. The, the new man has a sense of expectation. The new man goes around giving people hope. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The new man is unmoved by daily little challenges. They dust themselves up and say, let's keep going. I missed it. By the Holy Ghost, I'm not going to miss it again. So, even though we are human, but our primary center of warfare is the spirit. You can't fight with the devil at the mind of the at that at, 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 at mind level you cannot he's too smart for you praise the lord why because he'll take you by the path of reason you see he out reasoned eve until she saw that it was good he out reasoned her until she denied what god had said he outreasoned her until she agreed that God was a liar. Praise the Lord. So, so, even though prayer is not the breaker of the, but it's an avenue. It's as you pray. As you pray. As you empty yourself of ambition. As you surrender yourself to the Spirit. Amen. 
only you see the the holy spirit is a gentle influence si wampaka ochiraba si wampaka he's a gentle influence so it appears that until you are in the avenue of prayer and you attain meekness you can't cooperate with him you will be arguing with him without you may intend well praise the lord but if you have a carnal stance you will be arguing with him he'll say one because about no gamba moyo nzenda becho techiliyo jangu agechifuna jangu jangu praise the lord and you won't know that is what you are doing hallelujah the power of the holy spirit is real <clears throat> when that lady said chogamba kasitani kano akatusumbwa katonda yakawangula all her life that's all she needed to know until then she was going around darking in her mind the devil is an oppressor ate katondo no muziboku ukufuna obuyambi bwa katonda buli wala those are some of the subtle thoughts working in people's minds amen hallelujah so the eyes of your understanding being enlightened your understanding is in your spirit is a spirit in the man the breath of the almighty gives him understanding hallelujah first corinthians chapter 14 verse 2 first corinthians chapter 14 verse 2 the bible says but he that prayeth for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto but unto god praise the lord i like that so mwabogera ne katonda muluzungu okay that's for another day praise the lord but uh, the scripture is there since abio abio get but unto god for no man understandeth him howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries verse 4 verse 4 He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth him that's what happens hallelujah Amen. praise the lord when we talk about edifying yourself we're talking about building up your spirit mm okay that may uh, seem like confusion for some people let me put it nicely for you the bible says the kingdom of god is righteousness peace and joy in the holy the way you know you are in the spirit <laughs> praise the lord and the way you know you are in the is joy peace hallelujah praise the lord and that and the exhibition of that righteous nature the exhibition of that new creature praise the lord Amen. Anything contrary to that you are in the flesh. Now what does it take you to switch from the flesh to the laying on of hands? Be spiritual in the name of Jesus. 
be spiritual now. Then you shake. Huh? <laughs> no. Praise the Lord. It's by speaking in tongues. Now, for those of you, uh, quick, 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 quick one. For those of you who don't speak in tongues, and I know there are many of us who don't speak in tongues. Uh, in fact, as a matter of fact, somebody asked a question. They said that, <clears throat> is the public speaking of tongues, is it acceptable? Praise the Lord. Uh, I think that was a Q&A question. We shall tackle that in Q and A. Praise the Lord. But <clears throat> uh, I, I just want to help you. Jesus died for your sins, for the forgiveness of your sins, right? He was raised up so that you can have a new nature, which is called justification, right? He ascended or was glorified so that you can receive the Holy Ghost. Mm. Praise the Lord. He dies for your sins, for their forgiveness. He's resurrected for your justification. Praise the Lord. And when he ascends to the place of glory, it's so that you can receive the Holy Spirit. Is that simple? Amen. So that you can receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, let's go back to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. <laughs> Acts chapter 2 verse 32. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 1 verse 32. Sorry. Hallelujah. Uh, we, we, want, we want to get that out of the way. Because, um, you know, people who don't speak in tongues, you'll have trouble being spiritual. Amen. I'm saying it politely. You'll have trouble being spiritual. Even though you are of the spirit, but you may not be spiritual. Okay? Even though you are of the spirit, you may not be in the spirit. Hallelujah. Okay? We'll tackle that shortly. This Jesus, this Jesus hath God raised up. Whereof we are all, has he raised up. And we are witnesses. Uh, verse 33. Therefore being by the right hand of God, exalted. And having received, why did he receive from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit? So that he what? So that he can shed. Hallelujah. And when they received the Holy Ghost, what happened? They received power, but and 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 they were enabled by the Holy Spirit to to speak to speak in tongues. Praise the Lord. Amen. To speak in. So if you have a mental blockade about speaking in tongues, I would like to tell you that if you are a believer, all you need to do, be where people speak in tongues and join. You see? Hey! Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! And join! Because your problem 
is you are still expecting something in you to speak for you. Or you are expecting something in you to cause you to... The Bible says, they speak as the Holy Ghost gave them utterance. You start speaking by faith. Hallelujah. I, I had trouble speaking in tongues. For, for a while, amen. So maybe, I reasoned, maybe it's a gift, it's not for me. See? And you know, I had read all kinds of books, and there are all kinds of funny doctrines in all kinds of, of books. I also got the idea that unless you're perfect, you can't speak in tongues. But you see, what helped me to clear that notion, I, I saw speakers. <laughs> I saw speakers of tongues. I thought to myself, mm. In the Philippines, I went to one neighborhood. So after a Holy Ghost service, kids were speaking in tongues. Now when they went back to, to their neighborhood, you know they were bragging to their friends that they could speak in and all the thugs from the neighborhood came to me at night. They said, Pastor, if those ones can speak in tongues, then we can. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> hallelujah. So, there was a competition for speaking in tongues. The next Sunday, the service was full of youth who had just come to speak in what? Amen. But, you know, so, so when we talk about speaking in tongues, we don't want to alienate those people who are still struggling with speaking in tongues. Especially people with Anglican backgrounds, you will struggle with it. Praise the Lord. As, as the rest of us did, you will struggle with it. Uh, and those are strongholds. Praise the Lord. Yeah, you go and report to Namirembe. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Those are strongholds. They are things you must accept. As Anglicans, they are things we struggle with. Spiritual aspects of the Bible. Amen. We, are, we, we can get very intellectual about the Bible. Amen. And we can be very strong about it. So we stay in reason. We stay in rationale. Whatever doesn't make sense, we don't participate. Amen. So, anyway, so you out there, everybody, you should speak in tongues. Just stay, just be in places where people speak in tongues. There used to be uh, a, one of us here who couldn't speak in tongues, and you know, and she reasoned that it's because her roommates had told her she couldn't. Praise the Lord. Her roommates, see, not easy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So I told her, yeah, but you're born again. And she said, hey, even me, I know I'm born again. I said, no, no, no. Next time we're in service, join in. Praise the Lord. Until today, she speaks her, her tongues. As the Holy Spirit gives utterance. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, so this war is, is, you, you make that switch. You make that switch from the flesh to the spirit. Romans 8. Oh, we need to wind up. 
Romans chapter 8. Let's start from verse 6. Romans chapter 8. Let's start from verse 6. Hallelujah. Uh, for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and, and peace. Verse 7. Verse 7. Because the carnal mind is enmity against strongholds. Carnal mind is enmity. If you are in the flesh, if you are in the flesh, you will be in opposition to God. You won't know. You may have the best intentions, but you are in the flesh. You see, because God is spirit, and he seeketh such as to them that worship in spirit and in truth. Okay, so, because carnal man is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Verse 8. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Hallelujah. Uh, the idea there is that God is not working in the, in the flesh. He works through his spirit. Uh, quickly, verse 9. Verse 9. Mm. But ye are not in the, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in. So that's, that's your number one weapon. The knowledge that the Holy Spirit dwells in you. That's your number one weapon. You settle that. Because if you don't settle that, then you'll have trouble with his help. Amen. You'll have trouble with his facilitation. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. But we know you are his. Praise the Lord. Because you, are, you have the mark, the guarantee of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, um, uh, verse 10. Verse 10 is complicated, but we can pass there. Amen. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of? But the Spirit is life because of? You see, that's what? Justification leads to life in the Spirit. That's what simply the scripture is saying. Forget the complicated English. I like verse 11. Hey, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell where? Praise the Lord. There's a song. There's a song. There's a song. I think uh, I had it in one of those Kenneth Hagin uh, camp meetings. Uh, uh, but if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me, dwells in me. If the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me, dwells in me. Can you see what the emphasis there is? Dwells in me, dwells in me. He shall quicken my mortal body by his spirit that dwells in me he shall quicken my mortal body by his spirit that dwells in me but if the same spirit that raised Jesus up from the dead dwell in you he that raised up Christ from the dead who is that? God shall do what? shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in that's your biggest weapon against strongholds Notice this. It starts with knowledge. You must affirm. You must make it a creed. I'm redeemed by the blood. 
the spirit of God dwells in me. Amen. Only after that will you <laughs> ascend into the higher realms of war if the, if the spirit of God dwells in me. Mm. There then you begin. Then he can feel me. Then he can give me boldness. What is he doing in me? Praise the Lord. He's teaching me. He's guiding me. Praise the Lord. He's renewing me. He's refreshing me. Hallelujah. That power of His. Amen. That's the power you have in you that knocks down strongholds. Praise the Lord. Now, there's a the theoretical side of the Holy Spirit where people just say, yeah, but you have the Holy you can see the indifference with which they say it. They don't know who they have. Please notice, he is the spirit of God. That means he's God himself. The weapons of our warfare are not canon, but they're mighty through God. They're mighty through the Holy Ghost to the pulling down of what? Strongholds. Praise the Lord. But what I wanted to bring to you tonight is that even though the Holy Ghost dwells in you, you may never experience His power. Amen. You may never experience His feeling until you get round to praying. Talking about this, we are going to sleep, let's pray. Those family things of yours, praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Those are healthy things for health and strength. Our daily bread, we praise thy name. Our God. Amen. Mm-mm. You may not get filled by that kind of... There's, a, there's an intensity... That you can start up in tongues. You see they said, stretch forth thine hand that you may perform wonders, signs and miracles through the name of thy holy Barimabamaririfu. They knew what they wanted from God. Praise the Lord. The certain, the certain prayers that attract the feeling of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Some of the technicalities is that you, you know why we say pray for long? It's because sometimes when you pray for an hour, you're still in the flesh. Two hours later, you're still in the flesh. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. Ah, ah praise the Lord. That's a stronghold. <laughs> no. You, to be in the spirit, you practice Hallelujah. Have you seen people who, who, who do, maybe they do splits? Amen. Hmm. They didn't get there in one day. They worked hard. They didn't quit. Let me tell you, Christianity is full of quitters. If we were not quitters, amen, 
My God. You have no clue what God would be doing with us. You see, the Peters were not quitters. Their shadows began to heal people. And we have confined it to such a period. No, it's because they were not quitters. Even when they were going up <laughs> to pray. They were not going to Javas. When they met the man crippled from birth. They were going up to, to pray. Even when they had an issue with serving tables. They said, we are not going to get distracted with serving we shall concentrate on the ministry of word and prayer. Praise the Lord. There is a power that God can work through you. Uh, we're still Ephesians 1, 18. Hey. Hey. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Ephesians 1, 18. The eyes of your understanding being that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the sense comma 19 mm. and what is the exceeding greatness of his to us what who do what who believe according to the working of his mighty power hallelujah according to the working of his mighty power notice that we you see verse 18 go to verse 18 you see, when your eyes are enlightened, amen, that you may know. Praise the Lord. The subject here is knowing, being aware of. Hmm? Verse 19. I like. What is the exceeding greatness of his power to us? What who be? According to the working of his mighty power, which he did what? Verse 20. Which he raft in Christ when he raised him from there. That same power is available to you. For more information, call or WhatsApp 704 